From 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon Down into the modern age he's been a boon companion Though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him Or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum If you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch Cause it could be a hit But if you've never seen a Sasquatch Just seek and you will find Because Bigfoot is a state of mind Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind Alright everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo Where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist My name is Don and with me as always are Blake Hey Don Hey Blake and Ryan Party on, Don. Party on, Ryan. Yeah, it's clipping a little bit there. That's because he yelled real loud. Sorry. <laughs> he's a little drunk. <laughs> Never. Ryan. Ryan's a little. He's a little blasted right now, but it's what okay. Are we drink, what are we drinking, Ryan? Low bush light. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Low carbs. So we have a we have a sponsor this week, guys. Uh, this week's sponsor for the Hidden Zoo is my mattress. Uh, not a Casper mattress. It's not a ghost mattress, but it's my mattress. I bought it about 10 years ago at a discount mattress store. It's pretty comfortable. I like to sleep on it, and sometimes I have sex on it. And my mattress, because it's mine. Huh. So, thank well, you. Well, where can we obtain mm. such a mattress? Uh, you can come visit me, and then perhaps I will allow you to sleep on my mattress. I, find, I found mine next to the interstate. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I had one like that for a while. It glows in the dark. It's pretty cool. I I had I had one that I bought from an offer uh, in the newspaper from like a classified because it was a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and my wife and I were moving in together. We needed a king size, a hundred dollar king size, and I meet up with this like just just fucking blasted looking old dude with dreadlocks and, and like overalls, and he doesn't tell me his name. All he tells me is cash only, no check. Overalls with shirt or overalls with no the shirt? end shirt on, and then he, oh, okay. he then he takes me into a uh, shit. What's it called? A storage facility, and just opens up a key to one of the storage lockers that has a bunch of furniture in it, and gets me a mattress and a box spring out of it. And he's like, "Okay, how are you gonna get this back to your place?" I'm like, "I, I don't know. I have a guy I know. I have a friend with a truck, but it'll be an extra twenty bucks." Stolen mattress. He's a mattress fence. So he that's exactly what I thought. But the best part is his friend with the truck was like a hundred and seven year old years old. And he drives up in this decrepit old pickup truck. And and uh we put it on the back, like not in the bed, because the bed isn't wide enough for a king size mattress and box springs. So we put it on the bed and then we had to tie it down, but he didn't have like bungee cords or or ratchet straps or rope. He had a bunch of old rags that were tied together. And you, you know when you get like a big cardboard box, sometimes it has that, that plastic strip that's impossible to cut that's like hold, like wrapped tight around it. You know the stuff I'm talking about? It's like mm-hmm. half an inch wide. A bunch of that that was tied together, and that was how we tied it to the back of the truck. And then his friend kept falling asleep the whole time. Um, but then I, then I got a, a stolen bed that probably had like blood and, and semen on it from a murder. Yeah, that's evidence. That's that's a great story. Yeah, that's how I bought the first bed I ever paid my own money for. That's how I get all my furniture, though. So <laughs> Fences? 
yeah, you know. So what if it's a little hot and hot, a little hot and dirty? Ooh, that's a sweet rap song. I love hot and dirty. Yeah, that's what the the song "Riding Dirty." It's about yeah. getting stolen furniture. Exactly. They're trying to catch me riding dirty, and he's sitting on a on a couch. <laughs> that he, he got through possibly extra legal means, but he's riding the couch like yeah. the dad in Roundhouse. Yeah, that's. I There's think that's also what Ghost Ride the Whip is about. Yeah, definitely Whip, about Whip is not a car; it's stolen furniture. Yeah, that's all, all rap songs from about 2000 to 2006 were about stolen, stolen, stolen furniture. Stolen furniture. Whip, so if the cops show up, they'll <laughs> they, catch you riding they, dirty. They think it's just have, your Benson couch. You have so plausible then you deniability. You saw my lazy boy, and that's when you saw my lazy boy. Sorry. <laughs> Just, just rapping for you. Stick to stick to rock music, I would say. Huh. <clears throat> okay, so it's my week this week. <clears throat> and before I start in on the cryptid, I want to give you a bit of I wanna I wanna set the scene a little bit for where this cryptid has been sighted. Uh so it's uh, the the New Jersey Pine Barrens are a 1,100,000 acre plot of largely unexplored, densely forested land. All right. This is, this is 22% of New Jersey surface area. We're talking almost a quarter of the state is these fucking pine barrens. And they were sort of inhabited. Like they were kind of not really heavily inhabited, but most heavily inhabited during the American <laughs> colonial era. Settlers would move into the Pine Barrens, and, and they, there was bog iron that they could mine, and they opened, like, glass-making facilities and, and, like, textile mills and paper mills and shit. Uh, but those settlements are now all ghost towns, which actually sounds kind of badass. I kind of want to go to the Pine Barrens after researching it. Uh, but they are notable because they are really difficult to inhabit. The forests are very thick. Um, like I said, they are largely unexplored. The soil is acidic, and it's really difficult to cultivate crops there. So it was never good farmland for colonials. Um, but since basically time out of mind, the inhabitants of the Pine Barrens have been called Pineys by outsiders. And, yeah, and and they they consider the Pineys to be basically turbo hicks. Like, if you've ever seen the show Justified, imagine all the people who live in the Kentucky hollers on Justified, except, like, on hick steroids. That's the feeling except, I got. Except in New Jersey. Yeah. It's like... So it's... It's, <laughs> it's hill, hill snooky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, Pineys have been considered turbo hicks at least since the days of eugenics. And I know we're taking a roundabout way to get there, but trust me, this is great. Uh, hold on one second. I copy this. It's like, like illiterate, the situation, but even more illiterate. Yeah. The situation, except he, uh, he fucks really hot sheep. <laughs> he doesn't wear Ooh. shoes. No. So a eugenicist named Henry H. Goddard wrote a book called The Calacac Family. And Calacac was a, a pseudonym he made up for this family. And it's about a dude, I think he called him William Calacac or something like that, who, okay, he boned two ladies. He boned his wife. and had At the a, same time? Yeah, at the same time. Nah, probably not. <laughs> his wife was a good Quaker woman, and all of the kids that they had, and all the grandkids and the grandkids, uh, great-grandkids, made good, high-quality American children. But then he was also boning some piney bitch on the side. And then all the kids down the road there, they were a bunch of pineys. And I'm going to send you a graphic a bunch from, of pineys. His, from his book. When was this book? 
uh, 30s or something. I forgot to write that down. <laughs> We're talking about like the, the 30s? Yeah. So here is, the, uh, I, I sent you on the Facebook chat, a graphic from his book, <laughs> The Calicat Family. Okay. It's not Calicat loading. Calicat Family. Oh, there oh, there we go. Martin Calicac. All right, so it shows this man in like a bicorn hat and colonial like britches, and you know a cravat and shit. Like he looks like he looks like George Washington, and then it has the dark half of him and the light half of him. <laughs> and the light half of him, there's a little nice lady's face with the bonnet, and it says he married a worthy Quakeress. And then it Quaker, shows a, a Quakeress. Little, it shows like little kids, little girls in bonnets and boys in hats, and she bore seven upright, worthy children. And then there's a bunch more kids down there by his foot. And from these seven worthy children came hundreds of the highest types of human beings. Now he's got his on his dark half, which is the left side, but I guess it's his right side. He dallied with a feeble-minded girl. Uh, She looks like a smurf. Like she's got a smurf hat on. A feeble-minded tavern. (laughs) Like I've done... I'm just gonna have to jump in here. I've dabbled with a feeble-minded girl once, once or twice. I mean, were they were they tavern girls? That, like they were at the bar. So yeah, I think that counts. Feeble-minded tavern girls. Yeah, so she something bore, like that. She bore Martin Kalikak, a son known as Old Horror. <laughs> and okay. old, old old horror is just like this. This is a dude who's like two eyes or both one eye, and he's got he's got like hair that looks like horns, but he's bald in the middle. He's got this evil grin on his face. Old horror had ten children, and they all look like old horrors. And from old horrors, ten children came hundreds of the lowest types of human beings. So this is how <laughs> outsiders view the pineys, the denizens of the pine barrens. Uh but there's a there's a disclaimer for the photo cap. The photo caption says a caricature of the Kalakak family from a 1950s psychology textbook. Modern research indicates that there is nothing accurate about the descriptions offered oh, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the pineal the piney side of the family was supposed to be feeble minded because they had feeble minded genes. This is what the eugenicist said because he knew he knew so much about genes, right? And they were just genes for feeble mindedness. It was like ten years before that uh, Gregor Mendel even like figured out how traits were passed on, and he was like, "Yeah, it's just feeble-minded genes. Of course, they have feeble genes." Um, and then it turns out that Goddard, in his book, retouched photos to make the kids look more sinister. <laughs> he omitted family members that didn't fit his narrative, uh, like the one who was a successful banker or the one who was an Air Force pilot. And he just generally made a bunch of shit up about this poor family. Uh, Newsweek OJ. Yeah. So surprise, surprise, uh, eugenicists are assholes. Anyway, whether or not pineys are feeble-minded turbo hicks, they have still given the world one of the dumbest gifts it has ever received. Because the Pine Barons have gifted us the Jersey Devil. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thank them. 
the Jersey That's Devil came from, changes huh? forms depending on what story is being told or who is drawing the Jersey Devil. Just in researching Ooh. this today, I saw the classic one. Uh, it's going to be this week's episode image. The most famous one is the one that looks like an ugly horse with bat wings and it's standing on its hind legs and its back hooves look like it, they're armored or something. And it's got a goofy grin on its face like it's saying, I know I'm bullshit. Do you know that I'm bullshit? Because I'm bullshit. Uh, but then there were fucking dragons and just like goats with wings and just demony look like actual demon looking things with wings, uh, like out of like like out of Hieronymus Bosch. So yeah. the Jersey more of devil, a literal devil than a, yeah, like, like yes, more of a literal devil that would exist in nature than than a a slightly deranged horse. So history of the Jersey Devil, well, history I say, but uh, uh, the legend of the Jersey Devil, according to legend. Uh, and legends, as we know, have never turned out to not be true. Uh, Correct. The, the Jersey Devil was born the 13th and cursed child of an old woman named Mother Leeds, or maybe Mrs. Shrouds, or <laughs> whatever you want, because it's all fucking made up. Anyway. Or maybe Mrs. Bananarama, because yeah. it's all made up. So Mrs. Bananarama Shrouds, she really didn't like being pregnant again. So she declared that she hoped this baby would be the devil. Because that's totally shit that people do. They totally do that. So when it was born a normal boy, she must have been very disappointed that it was not the devil. But then she immediately got undisappointed because right after it was born... <laughs> got undisappointed. The child it's turned the into now. a weird horse goat bat thing and attacked her and the midwife and the other people in the room. And then it clambered out the chimney and escaped. Also, Mrs. Bananarama slash lead slash Mrs. Shrouds may or may not have been a witch. Well, what witcheries? Yeah. Witchcraft? Well, mm -hmm. Gargoyles? But, 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 wait, there's more. The devil also might be the child of a girl who fell in love with a British soldier and was therefore cursed by the rest of the town. Mm. Or, or maybe... It was sent as divine punishment because some people in the Pine Barrens made fun of a minister this one time. Ah, uh, that... So, yeah, yeah. I'm convinced. Right. This seems the most likely. So, but, uh, probably what happened was Mrs. Bananarama fell in love with a British soldier, and then he knocked her up 12 times, and on the 13th time, she's like, oh, I want it to be the devil. And everybody was like, yeah, it should be the devil because you fucked one of those fucking redcoats. And and then, then, then Mrs. Leeds was like, fuck you, minister, you're a cunt. And and <laughs> there you go. Now we have the Jersey Devil. When do the sightings begin? Uh, the sightings begin, well, it depends on if you want to go with documented in the newspaper sightings or legendary sightings. So. Uh, oh, gosh. Where do we start? Okay. <laughs> so hard to pick. <laughs> so I just want to point out, though, before we dig into the sightings, that there had the, the Jersey Devil has had a rather illustrious career. I, I I consider it by my reckoning, it's the second most famous thing to come out of New Jersey. It's below Bruce Springsteen and probably slightly above Kevin Smith. Mm. Um, really? Huh. Yeah, I mm. would say I, I think I, I, t I if I say Jersey Devil, people go, oh yeah, they named a hockey team after that. If I say Kevin Smith, a lot of people go, huh? Have you seen how much weight the Jersey Devil has lost? Recently? I know. <laughs> he had a heart attack scare. He had a yeah. heart attack right on stage. Uh, so, uh, uh, so here are some of the well-documented, uh, not well, here are some of the well-documented, fuck Take me, three. fuck me, <laughs> here are some of the well-documented 
legendary sightings. Uh, there was the time some dude shot it with a cannonball, and the cannonball kind of bounced off and it flew away. There was the time Napoleon's big brother saw it flying around the Pine Barrens, because I guess he owned acreage in New Jersey. If yeah, I was, you know, the, yeah. the, the New Jersey Napoleons? Yeah. <laughs> Bonapartes of New Jersey? Exactly, the Jersey Bonapartes. If, uh, if I was the older brother of the French emperor, I would totally buy property in New Jersey. It can only go up in value. So uh, there were many reports that it screamed and people heard it. Uh, or it killed some livestock, because nothing can kill livestock except cryptids. We, I think we've discussed this yeah, before. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> or the time a weird corpse or some random bones were found, and people just kind of decided it was the Jersey Devil until the next time someone saw something weird, and then they decided that that was the Jersey Devil, and it wasn't dead after all. But then they would find another corpse and be like, no, it's definitely dead. It's totally the Jersey Devil. Uh, but then, of course, they'd see a flying thing that they didn't know what it was, and it would be the Jersey Devil again. So the common thread among of all of these legendary sightings is if someone in New Jersey saw or heard something weird, it was a Jersey Devil. Yeah, every time. Every time. It was a Jersey Devil. Did it look like uh, Mr. Hankey from South Park? Jersey Devil. Did it look like the goat bat horse thing? Jersey Devil. Did it look like uh, your mother in a sundress? Jersey Devil. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm convinced. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, you are, you're a little drunk, though, so... Wait till you're sober and then see if you're still convinced. Have there been any recent sightings? Eh, we'll get there. Because I want to talk about the New Jersey flap of January, the New, the Jersey Devil flap of January 1909. So, oh, okay. There's a whole uh, there was, slew yeah, of sightings. Right? It was, it, over the course of one week, a bunch of footprints were found all around New Jersey. Uh, and they looked like horses' hooves, but of course they couldn't have been horses' hooves. Of course. Um, no. And, and then a bunch of people claimed that they saw the Jersey Devil, and they all gave various descriptions of what it looked like. And since then, the sightings have more or less dwindled. But they still happen. At, like, any time there's weird livestock deaths in Jersey, someone puts it down to the, the Jersey Devil. Now, one of the more recent sightings, I'm going to send you guys a link to an ABC News video. I want you to fast forward to 40 seconds in. And Blake, a segment yes. that we kind of accidentally piloted last week was... Video claims, man. Yes. The, what uh, now? So there was a segment we accidentally piloted last week that was, here's a picture of this thing. Let's all make fun of it. And then I post the picture in the show notes so people know what we're looking at. All right. Mythical... <laughs> So yeah, I'm New not gonna Jersey I'm not gonna run the audio here, uh, but I want yeah 40 seconds in. Mine's buffering. There we go. There's a still, yeah, still frame while it's loading. That <laughs> yeah. nice to me that I've been visited. But oh, I uh, accidentally hit the turn the audio on. So oh man, that's the still is is pretty yeah. brilliant. It's so, just a goat with wings yes. stuck to it, yeah. hanging from a wire. Yeah, that's what that's what there is at 40 seconds in. That's what I wanted you to see. I didn't realize it was a loaded it's still. Buffering. It's brilliant yeah. about it. It is. I mean, it's just it looks like somebody took a miniature goat and, like, taped wings on it and threw it out of a fucking tree. Like, it doesn't even look like it's trying to fly. It just looks like it's like, oh, shit. Fly. Still buffering. This is my life now. Play, damn it. Blake, you're having trouble with ABC News. Yeah, it's just 
buffering, buffering. when you when you work for the station which, who was it an affiliate of was it abc that was an nbc affiliate okay, so that's why abc doesn't like you <laughs> yeah fly it knows like <laughs> fly like a devil come on give me the thing to the beat i'm gonna oh, assume okay. that ilm made this because it's gonna look so good yeah dude no uh it was totally weeda Right Stan after Win- the Hobbit movies, they got all Stan over. Stan Winston studio. Yeah, Weta. Weta too. You know what I miss? Will Smith movies. Yeah. He's still I in I think movies. they still make them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But, you know not, what? Not the Netflix ones. The Netflix ones suck. You know what? I, what still, I miss, there's the drawing. The 40 seconds in, right? Yeah. I miss Will Smith movies where he raps over the end credits. Right. So is there... um, this video is not. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're having trouble loading oh, that looks it, right? So good. No, I see it now. So yeah, we got to zoom in on the stuffed animal goat with wings thing. But then after that. There is a, there's another one that's actually a video. So, Ryan, if you can get it going in about 45 seconds, there's a video of something else claiming to be the Jersey Devil. That and, was pretty great. It's, and all flaps, it gets a, certainly does flap. It flaps, but that's the only part of it that fucking moves. All I get is goat. Like, that's it. Just oh, goat. So some poor chicken got taped to a stuffed animal oh, goat. Yeah. Or other similar ungulate. Well, it looks like a very brilliant goat. Yeah, he's a real smart goat. Hello, goat. How are you, goat? I can feel it. You guys want a hoax? Hoax a cryptid? Uh, I'd love to do that. Perhaps I could contribute to this radio channel by talking like this. Are are, Are you a British goat? I don't know. You sound like a British goat. Thank you. So, Mr. British Goat, how about if I tape this chicken to you and throw you out of a tree? Well, I think that would not be very pleasant. That's too fucking bad, because I want to get on ABC Go. Well, I just want to see myself go flying on ABC Go. Oh, you don't have to fly. You'll pretty much just be falling out of a tree. Dude, this sucks. I can't watch this video. I want to. Try reloading it. Try refreshing the page. I tried, like, five times. It sucks. Can you, like, click forward? Because it was buffering for me until I just clicked forward in the in the bar. Dear everyone that listens to the Hidden Zoo, obviously Cox Cable sucks ass. <laughs> it sucks that you can't see it, because when you get to the video of this, it's, um, it's a stationary, stuffed animal-looking thing. Like, its arms and legs are not moving. Its head is not moving. But the wings are flapping. You know, like somebody installed a couple of cheap-ass motors in these wing things and then threw it across the sky. Because it's it's moving, essentially, in a ballistic trajectory. Like, it's up and down. Like, they just fucking threw it, and it's flapping enough to help a little bit. But not that much. I believe you that it's amazing, but I... I can't see it. Sorry. So the the thing here to note is that the Jersey Devil, among the many other things that it is, is apparently also a shapeshifter because it can be a horse thing, bat thing. It can be a literal devil thing or a dragon. It can be a small goat 
or a thing that looks like a capybara with wings, but its body doesn't move, only its wings flap. And the other thing it can be, I discovered, according to the website The 13th Child. Oh, wait, it's going. You got it's it? It's going. You got it? Yeah. All right, 45. Tell us what you think it looks like. 45? 45 seconds in. What does it look like? What's the video? Hang on, I'm like 18 seconds in. <laughs> fast forward. Fast forward it. Describe what you're seeing. This is an audio medium. <laughs> what? It's, it's, well, I see uh, fake newspapers, and now, hang on. It's, it's like somebody took a little goat, a little baby goat, yeah. like strapped some stuff on it, it, and then threw it. That's it. That's all it looks like. That's horrible. Uh, somebody, somebody abused an animal. Now, do you see the video where it's flapping and they repeat yes. it three times? Yes. And it's obviously not a living thing. No. Oh my god. Yeah. It looks like a. St- it looks like Tigger. It looks like a stuffed Tigger. <laughs> Some asshole hurt a little baby animal. Yep. So they could have internet fame as seeing the oh Jersey Devil. That- I am so pissed yeah. now. And I love that it didn't. In none of the lore does it look like a, just a literal four-footed goat with wings. But that's like all he had on hand, apparently, was just a goat and some wings. So he, he went with it. He ran for it. I so, threw a little baby goat in the air. Yeah, he's a dick. Whoa, it's a little baby goat. But he was probably, oh, my God. He was probably wearing a vest and a fedora when he did it so he could be official. Asshole. So, anyway, website The Thirteenth Child claims that the uh, Jersey Devil is a portent portent of doom, like our buddy Mothman. Oh, Um, Mothman. It claims that devil sightings go up before major wars and also before shipwrecks because the Jersey Devil is trying to warn people. And my first thought when I read that was, God damn it, a bunch of people have been seeing a thing that they all describe differently. We better not war. Better not use ships. Better not sail any ships. Oh, my God. Somebody saw the Jersey Devil. Ten people saw the Jersey Devil and Hitler invaded Poland. I wonder if a war is going to happen. Well, you said, what were the the rash of sightings, 1909? 1909, yeah. Well, three years later, the Titanic sank. Yeah. And, like, six years later, World War I started. I'm not going to say this is causation, but it sure sounds like correlation. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Thing that so happened all this afterwards. sounds pretty legit. Yeah. And and you know what else happened after 1909? World War II. Oh, shit, yeah. The Korean War. The Vietnam War. The First Iraq War. The Second Iraq War. The Cold War. And a shitload of ships have sunk oh, since Oh, so then. many ships have sunk since then. <laughs> so obviously. So, yeah. But, you know, wherever and whatever the Jersey Devil is, um, it he, she, or it can be proud in the knowledge that at least there are some ironically-minded New Jerseyans who wanted to name a hockey team after it. So, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. This all just sounds like a plot to keep people out of the Pine Barrens. Probably. And if you pull the mask off, it's just some Goomba who just buries <laughs> dudes out there. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's old man. It's old man Don Mario. <laughs> Trying to keep us out of the Pine Barrens because that's where he buries all of his victims. It's Some mob violence. It's old horror, the fifth. Yep. So by that's real, what, uh, that's what happened to Scrappy Doo. Is he found out too much, and he became the Jersey Devil. 
<laughs> no, they killed oh, him. Oh, they killed and him buried him in the Pine Barrens. Because they knew nobody would ever find him there. Yeah. So my real animal is the large flying fox. Ooh, the Australian one? Uh, southern, uh, Southeast Asian one. Oh, the other one. Okay. Yeah, so, because uh, you don't need a stupid goat horse when you have a bat, when, uh, with, with, which is awesome, with a wingspan of up to five, almost five feet across. So the large flying fox, one of the largest species of bats, like I said, it's indigenous to Southeast Asia. They can be up to two and a half pounds. And uh, they uh, are absolutely adorable, and I want one, like all flying foxes. And they pretty cute. Oh, they're awesome. They're just like they're just little puppies with wings. They super mega coraptera. They uh, flying foxes cannot echolocate, but they don't really need to because they don't eat like insects on the wing. They eat fruit. And they're large daytime bats. Large flying flying foxes are listed as near threatened. They're not quite endangered, but a habitat destruction uh, could threaten them in the future. And one time in Portland at the zoo, Blake and I saw some flying foxes having sex. And then uh, one of them yes, started sucking its own dick. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. and the, But it was even funnier that there were, like, some third graders next to us and their parents were, like, trying really hard not to laugh. And it was super awkward for them and hilarious to us. Well, there was a little sister and a big sister. And the little sister's like, what are those bats doing? <laughs> and the older sister's like, I don't know what they're... Oh. oh. And then she figured it out and didn't know what to do. Yeah. But then when the bat starts, like, I don't, I don't know what the dick, you, you kind of know what it's doing. And we saw them eat. That was cool. Oh, yeah. But uh, bat auto fellatio is something. They were eating you know, bananas. And it was so cute. Fruit. So, yeah, flying foxes are awesome. You don't you don't need a stupid uh, Jersey Devil when you can have a giant bat. A friendly giant bat who likes belly scritches. I've seen the videos. Yeah, like they have rescues for him in Australia, and there's people with them wrapped up in towels, cuddling mm-hmm. them. Oh, they're so they're cute. pretty cute. Ryan, you're probably allergic to bats. I, I'm allergic to anything that isn't sheet metal. <laughs> That's Basically, funny because I'm only allergic to sheet metal. Not true. I'm allergic to many animals too, just not nearly as badly as you. Okay, so any final thoughts on the Jersey Devil, gentlemen? Wieners and buttholes. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Same thing. Wieners and buttholes. Sorry. Going to be able to make it through a third one there, buddy? Wieners no, and buttholes. Maybe. <laughs> Wieners, you got, Wieners you get and buttholes. Or did you get a 12? Ryan? All of them. <laughs> All of them? You got a, did you get a, like a half rack, a case? What do you got? 37. 37, huh? 37? How many How many beers are you in so far to the night? Uh, probably eight. I think I we, think we, beers aren't sold in prime numbers. <laughs> they should. Okay, fine. Uh, nine? <laughs> we, uh, we should... I feel like we should almost tell uh, everybody why Ryan is, is drunk. It's because he got really fucking angry earlier tonight. And on our Twitter, like, if, if you follow our Twitter, which you should, because it's mostly... We yeah, we have a Twitter account. Okay. I, I mention it at the end of every episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have a Twitter, and mostly, like, it, and I, I, I tweet links to the episodes and retweet funny crypto stories. But then, you know, because why the hell not? If you listen to the show, you know what our political leanings tend to be. I will talk shit about Donald Trump and the Republicans on our Twitter, because who cares? Like, we do it on the show. <laughs> 
So, Ryan, why are you so angry tonight? Um, the Republicans have unleashed their plan to basically make Medicare for all, but uh, which is Medicare for whoever you want to be in the same insurance pool. With. Now, now you told me that like this, you suspect this is going to be an official plank in in, in their platform. But yeah, so, my, so my far, congressman yeah. recently put that forward. So, so I'm as very... as an insurance industry professional, tell us why it's a bad idea to let people pick and choose which insurance pools they are part of. What is an insurance pool? An insurance pool is uh, it's a big pool full of insurance, and there's a high dive. You could dive and swim in the insurance. Imagine uh, Uncle Scrooge's vat of gold, except it's full of insurance. What's well, a group of people that uh, pool their premiums together, and uh, if you have one sick person in one tiny pool... It's no big deal, but if you have three sick people in a pool, uh, it's a big deal. So if you get to pick your pools, then that's a problem. So yeah, the uh, he Ryan has told me on multiple occasions that the older he gets, the more he thinks that the best pool is the one that has everybody in it because then it mitigates basically everything. Because if all the people are paying into the same pool, a la single payer healthcare. Medicare for all, then... Yeah, that's... Seems like in most countries, when you get sick, you just fix it. And it kind of works. And then you can go back about your business, and it's easy, and you're not bankrupted to death. When you get to select your pools, that's not good, and I'm So how do you select a pool? Well, if you're a real estate agent and you get to select your pool with other real estate agents, and if you are a uh, dog groomer, you get to pick your pool with other dog groomers. Yeah. So what that says to me is you get to pick the people that you uh, join in your insurance pools and so those people who are uh, either ethnically or uh, monetarily excluded are going to be excluded. And sorry, I'm eight beers in and I can't <laughs> talk now. No, I know way more about bats than I do. So about mad. So it, mad. It's, it's like it's like balkanizing the insurance industry, which is like the opposite of what needs to happen. In America, and it's basically turning private insurance into even more than it already is a bunch of walled country clubs. So you okay. can have your rich white people insurance, and oh, are you a poor black person? You can't get into our insurance club because even we oh, have the best. It? We have best insurance, and we have like good health because we're all rich. So the premiums tend to be on the low side, and all y'all are poor because of systemic inequality and years of institutionalized poverty in this country. And, and so you're poor, and which means that you have worse health uh, on average, and that means that your pool is going to have much higher premiums that you can't fucking afford. You know, and so all right. yeah, it's. 
It's terrible. It's but it's gonna sound good to idiots. I like it's the my life. It's my life, and oh, I'm upset. And thank I you. I like that you use balkanized to describe that. Well, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah, I figured you would understand if I used a term that oh, referenced okay. a that. war. You would understand. <laughs> yeah, it turns insurance into a bunch of factions that don't like each other, and some aren't allowed into other factions. Right? It just splits it up. So and some are bigger than others and mm-hmm. more prone for cleansing. Yes. <laughs> Grown toward cleansing the other ones. Yep. Ethnically. Yep. And yeah, it's, 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 if it makes it as part of the, the national party platform, idiots will like it and it will be bad for the, it, it, it will make the problem worse for people who already have it really bad. But the well, people putting it forward who, don't give a fuck because that's part of what they do. When, when you get to select who you get to be in your insurance pool, of course you're going to pick, hey, I'd like to pick other rich white guys yeah, in like my insurance pool. And, you know, and depending on how the policy works itself out, you can potentially, you know, require certain DNA tests or blood tests and go, oh, you have a high risk and you, you have the, the BRCA2 mutation for breast cancer. You're not allowed in our pool and just exclude yeah, anybody who might. Existing condition, yeah. right? Well, right. Well, you know, they can say pre-existing condition with uh they're trying to they were mentioning that they're going to associate it with real estate agents and insurance agents and uh construction workers and so which are all dog whistles for white people basically right and i'm just thinking like the poor african-american woman who is down on the street what pool is she going to be in? Yeah. You know, a bunch of people who don't have money or time because they're working 70 hours a week and three part-time jobs just to make ends meet (laughs) probably aren't able to put together their own effective health insurance pool. And so I've had, I've had a hard time, uh, talking on this program, uh, tonight due to this, because, uh, I have to go think about it now. Yeah. All right. Well, after that thoroughly depressing screed of uh, socialist nonsense from us fucking... Why can't these people just work harder, Ryan? Yeah. Just pull yourself up from your health straps. Yeah. Just do it. Dispensing bootstraps. No, 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 no. You don't dispense... First of all, what is a bootstrap and where do I get one? You don't give those fuckers bootstraps. That's definitely socialism. They got to make their own bootstraps. This is America. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but in my but in my neighborhood, uh, our school burned down 20 years ago and was never replaced, and so I was never taught about bootstraps. <laughs> or their materials for making bootstraps, because trucks don't deliver shit here because yeah, of all the crime. Like, you, you think that your bootstraps should probably be made out of, like, trash bags, because your boots are made <laughs> out of trash bags. And trash well, I got bags. hammered for America tonight. Damn it! All right, so... Here at the Hidden Zoo, we like to make fun of cryptids and bitch about bad, about... destructive, conservative policy decisions. And with that, so, wait, should wait. our next? My well, my cryptid is the Supreme Court. Next <laughs> one, so I don't know where that's going to go. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, fact or fiction? She's notorious RBG. There's been lots of sightings of her. I think. 
This one might be real. Clarence Thomas. I think I heard him speak once. He was hiding behind a tree, and I heard a voice that said, I hate other black people. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's let's call this one over. I really have to piss. So, uh, as always, folks, uh, thank you for listening to The Hidden Zoo. And be excellent to each other. Ryan, be excellent to each other. And party on, dude. Thank you. everyone thanks again for listening to the hidden zoo as i mentioned before we do have a twitter feed that is both cryptozoological comedic uh, uh well and both i'm gonna say three things so not really both it's cryptozoological it's comedic and i make fun of uh uh the the, the right wing of american politics because it's terrible it's at the hidden zoo we're also at the hidden zoo on facebook if you want to catch us there uh and uh, uh you know listen to the show tell your friends to listen to the show the more people that download the show and you know click like or give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever, the more people can hear the show, and we would love to someday. Uh, we were just making fun of this earlier. When we have more than you know 20, 20 uh, listeners on a good week, it would be awesome to do a live show of The Hidden Zoo. And the more people you tell about the show, the closer we'll come to that ridiculous pie-in-the-sky dream because we are not already professional and well-known comedians, and that seems to be the trick these days with podcasts. Anyway... Um, we love you for listening and we hope to check in again back next week. Bye everybody. Bye.